God wants to take the limits off. And I believe even more specifically, God wants to take the limits off of all of us as individuals. Because I believe this morning that each of us has a purpose. You have a purpose. You know, Debbie was talking about it this morning. She had a hard time figuring out what her purpose was in this transition. But in, in the midst of all of that struggle, her purpose was still there, that she would be a light the moment she'd step foot into her, into her family's home. It's amazing. You know, we, you all have a purpose. You have a purpose. Have, have you guys watched um, Greatest Showman? Yeah. Greatest Showman, thank you. Yeah. Greatest Showman, yes. Uh, Mark is my greatest showman best friend. We uh, were driving the kids to tween camp last uh, summer and all we listened to was the Greatest Showman album. It was absolutely amazing. Um, how many of you guys don't like that movie? Ooh. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, I have it on Blu-ray. My wife just bought it for me and we've been watching it every day. Either I watch it or Jasmine watches it. It's been absolutely amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But. Um, you know, one of the songs, it's called This Is Me, and you know, the chorus goes, watch out, because here I come. I'm marching to the beat I drum. You know, it's all about self-identity and self-worth, and I'm like, man, I got this. You know, I'm just like dancing with the music, just like watching it, and I'm getting really pumped up. I have a purpose. I could be, a, a, I, I'm, I'm, I could be the pastor I'm called to be. I don't have to struggle, you know, like, I'm just, I could be the husband I'm called to be. Like, this is me, you know? It's amazing. You should, you should watch it. But you have a purpose. You have a purpose. And, you know, we've talked about it throughout this past week. You know, our, our purpose, vision, and mission statement is to, go, uh, is to gather with God, to grow together, and to go to the ends of the earth. And so those are kind of the, that's kind of the umbrella purpose statement of all of the church. We all kind of fit under that umbrella. But underneath that umbrella, you all specifically have a calling that God has purposed you for that God has purposed you to fulfill, that God has purposed you to respond to, and only for you, only for you. You know, maybe some of you guys have tapped into that uh, already, or some of you guys are still trying to figure out what that purpose is, but either way, God created you to, uh, for you to fulfill a calling over your life. Some of you are meant to be leaders, some entrepreneurs, some ministry leaders, some pastors, some evangelists, some missionaries. They're, you are all out there. You're all out there. God has a calling over you with your name on it. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses two, uh, 9 through 10. This is just Peter reminding the church where, they're, where they came from and that they have a purpose, essentially, and so this is just kind of one of those, one of those, you know, end all be all, like put my foot on the ground statements versus that you'd find on a coffee mug. <laughs> First Peter chapter two, verses nine through 10. If you guys need a Bible, we have ushers that have beautiful ESV Bibles that I just purchased the other week. Um, <laughs> we're rolling deep, bro. <laughs> no. Verse 9, chapter 2 of 1 Peter. But you, 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 everyone say me. Me. Me and me. You are a cho chosen race, 
a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you received mercy. You see the church time and time again, and this is why we have the New Testament, all these apostles and disciples writing letters to the churches, reminding them of what their purpose is. You have a purpose to proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. But even in that description itself, you have a specific purpose, and God is calling you to that. You know, I believe that with us having, all of us having a purpose, I believe that there are things that can limit us from our purpose, from fulfilling it, from finding it, from being okay with our purpose. There's so many things that can limit us. And so I I have a question to ask. What is limiting you from being all God called you to be if you have been feeling limited? If you felt hindered or if you felt like you're just trudging in the mud, you don't know what you're called to do, you can't figure it out, you've been coming to church, you've been lifting your hands, but you still can't find, figure out what it is you're called to do. What is limiting you from being God called you to be, from fulfilling the purpose that God placed on your heart? And secondly, if you're someone that can't uh, find your purpose or that is kind of on the fence of following Jesus, what is limiting you from committing all you are to God. You know, sometimes I think it could be the enemy lying to us, highlighting insecurities, telling us that we're not good enough, telling us that we can't do it. But also, I think that sometimes it could be people. People can be what limits us from moving into our purpose in a more, with more momentum. I believe there's a story in the Bible in Numbers chapter 23. You guys have to write that down and read it sometime because it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. There's this king of Moab. His name is King Balak. Um, and then there's a, he had a prophet that was a non-Jew, so he wasn't really a prophet of God, but he was a prophet. And his name was Balaam. And so these two guys, you know, they're, they're a part of the Moab, the, tribe, the, the nation of Moab. And um, Balak is kind of feeling threatened because at this time, Israel's on a roll. You know, they're on their way to the promised land. They're just paving the way, and God is just making way for them, giving them victory after victory after victory over each battle that they fight uh, against every single nation. And now Moab's kind of scared. You know, King Balak is like in his corner. I'm like, man, what am I going to do with these Israelites? They're on a roll. They're about to take our land. What are we going to do? God, like, we got to curse them. And so King Balak, he calls on his prophet Balaam, and he's like, all right, I want you to go with some soldiers, go on these mountaintops, build these altars, and I want you to curse the people of Israel. And so Balaam, he goes on the road, and he's like, he's like, okay, I'll do that, I'll do that. So he goes on his donkey. This is how you ride a donkey. <laughs> so he's on his donkey, and like he's on one road. All of a sudden, an angel of the Lord appeared on the road, and he was like, oh, we're not going that way. So he hits his donkey, goes another way. He keeps going. And all of a sudden, an angel of the Lord appears on that road, and he hits the donkey again. He goes another way, and then another angel of the Lord appeared, and he's like, what the heck is happening? Like, why? I just, I'm just trying to curse the people of God. Like, why are these angels coming around? He didn't know they were angels. In fact, he didn't know so much so that God needed to make it even more real to him. So guess what he does? God puts a word in the mouth of the donkey. He uses the donkey that he was riding on to start talking to, to Balaam. 
It's, an, it's a crazy story. But you know, God is, you know, you can't put any limits on God, right? So if he wants to get your attention, he's going to get your attention. And he'll use anything to get your attention. You know, and some of us start complaining like, man, I got nothing going on for me. Maybe God's trying to get your attention. <laughs> Dang. Ouch. That hurt me. God's trying to get Balaam's attention, and so he starts using a donkey to speak to him, and he's telling him, you can't stop what I, what I want to do with my people. You can't stop my promise. And so Balaam, he goes to the mountaintops, and uh, through the donkey, God tells him, you will only say to King Balak what I tell you to say. And so Balaam now doesn't have a choice. He's a prophet. He needs to submit to what he knows is deity. And so he says, he says um, or he goes up to the mountain, and he does his whole thing. He goes back to King Balak, and then, um, or Balok, or whatever you want to call it. Um, if you're a Filipino, he's like a Balok guy. Um, but uh, so he goes to King Balak, and um, King Balak is like, okay, so what's the news? You cursed them? They're not coming after us anymore? And then Balaam was like, I got a word from the Lord, and this is what he said. God is not a man that he should lie. God is not a man that he should break his promise. And if he promised breakthrough for Israel, he's, there's nothing that's going to revoke it. And so he keeps telling, he in fact tells Balak this three times, three times. You know, and so... In, in context of our lives, there are so many people that could devise against us and kind of stop us from fulfilling the purpose and plan that God has for our lives. But I'm telling you right now through that story that nothing can thwart the plans of God for your life. And I don't use the word thwart. But nothing can stop him. Nothing can revoke the plans and the promise that God has for you, the calling that he, he wants to propel you into. Nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop it. But I believe there's another issue that kind of comes along, the issue of self. Sometimes we can be the very thing that limits ourselves from fulfilling the purpose that God has over our lives. You guys still with me? Yeah. All right, we're almost done here. Uh, you guys know the, I don't know, but you know, I just know from videos, you know, rocket takeoffs, I don't even know what they're called. But when a rocket ship has to launch up from a launch pad and go into space with each layer of atmosphere that they have to go through before they get they could get into the next layer of atmosphere they have to shed off a part of the thing that caused them to launch into the into the space and so if i don't know if you guys watch it i don't know i know timmy and steven they watch rocket ships and stuff all the time <laughs> like um um but you could see it, you know, the rocket, it lifts off, three, two, one, lift off, and then with each layer of the atmosphere, there's a portion of the rocket that comes off, and it has to come off so that the rocket can make it uh, through the next layer of the atmosphere. You see, I believe that God is calling us to new heights, to a new atmosphere. He wants us to break through the ozone layer. He wants us to break into space. He wants us. He sets us up to, to infinity and beyond, but sometimes we get to forget to eject layers to, in order to enter into the next season or the next height or the next atmosphere. You know, I believe that your purpose being found or fulfilled isn't so much hinged on what's coming next or what you can discover about your purpose rather than it's hinged on what you're holding on to. 
because like the rocket ship, it can't hold on to the weight that it took for it to lift off because it's not gonna make it past the next layer of atmosphere. You see, I believe that some of us here were called to great heights, but we're not able to. We're always hitting a ceiling. We always feel limited because we're not willing to let go of what we're holding on to either in our past or insecurity or things that definitely don't belong in the next season that God is calling us to. You see, I believe, you know, we all, you all individually have all you need to fulfill your purpose for your life. You have all you need. You have all you need in Jesus. You have all you need in who he's created you to be to be able to fulfill the calling that God has placed over your life. You have all you need right now, but sometimes we can have too much that's adding weight, that's stopping us and keeping us grounded keeping us grounded on the floor and it's keeping us from the next level. And so what do we do? I believe that there are two keys to unlocking all that God has for us in 2019 and even for the years to come. One, it's so important if we wanna know the purpose of God for our life, know what he is doing. I guarantee you that if you wanna figure out what you need to do in your life and you just do what God is doing, you'll be fulfilling your purpose. Because if we could just know what he is doing and be so intimate and close with him that we don't miss a step, that we're in tune, like what we sing about and what we try to exemplify during our Sunday morning services. And number two, be a part of what he's doing, of what he is doing. So I have a question, two questions. One, how intimate are you, are you with God? How intimate are you with the Father? And number two, and the second one was, um, how committed are you to the move of God? How intimate are you and how committed are you to the move of God? Because I believe that God wants to take the limits off of us this morning. You know, I have this water bottle analogy, um, front row, I'm so sorry. I'm apologizing ahead of time. For those of you guys that were in first service, you guys already saw this. <laughs> but a lot of us here, you guys could see it. It's just bottles of water. A lot of us here, you know, God wants to take the limits off. He wants to take the limits off of this church, and more specifically, he wants to take the limits off of your life. He doesn't want you to live capped. He doesn't want you to live under, uh, under um, the authority of things that you don't belong under. He wants you to live under his authority that actually sets you free. And so he wants to take the limits off. You know, something that Randy always said back in the day when he was kind of, or kind of helping the church anticipate the transition of the church because um, he announced his retirement. He said that, man, if me and Sue stayed any longer, we feel like we'd be a cap on this church. And now that's no, that's no bag on him because Randy and Sue, they're absolutely amazing. They sowed into your lives who have been here for so long in such an eternal and amazing way. But one of the things they said was that in this next season, they believe that God wanted to blow the lid off, that God wanted to do something that this church has never seen before, that God wants to do something that this community has never seen before. And I, didn't, I had no idea what was gonna happen next. And then all of a sudden, he asked me to be the candidate. And I'm like, no, I can't, I'm not gonna blow the lid off. I don't wanna, I don't wanna blow the lid. I'm, I'm just safe right here making coffee. I'm cool. You know, but then God was calling me out of my comfortability into something that I didn't even think I was gonna, I was gonna do in my life. 
You know, when my entire life, God was kind of reaching out to me saying, no, fulfill your calling. You're a shepherd. You're a shepherd. You're a prophet. You're an apostle. Don't ignore your calling. And then all of a sudden, he propels me and gives me this opportunity. I'm like, what? Like, no way. Every single day, I'm like, so what do I do? So I'm supposed to take the lid off the church, but I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. I don't want to step on toes. So how do I sustain what God is already doing, but also propel us into the future that God has given me vision for? And this entire year of 2018, I just sat sometimes in a stalemate, just not knowing what to do. But every single time, God came through and reminded me, Nico, I'm calling you to take the limits off. I'm calling you to take the limits off. And I believe he's calling every single one of you guys as well to take the limits off. You know, God's saying he's ready to use you and to propel you into your purpose. But I think some of us, you know, we're, we're ready, right? We're, we're so ready and, you know, he's gonna release all that he has, his purpose and his plans and we're ready and, you know, it's like, yeah, all right, here we go. It's like a rocket launch. Three, two, one, release and nothing comes out. <laughs> and I think it's because when we don't experience release in our lives or the limits taken off of our lives, it's because we've limited and capped God. Wow. We've limited and capped God. Nothing can be poured out if we, have, if we still got the lid on. You see, I believe that, you know, some of us, you know, we're like, okay, cool, I don't wanna be like that. You know, so I'm, you know, I'm going to allow the Lord to do whatever he needs to do, okay? So I'm just going to do, I, I, I'm going to give him a little bit of room. I'm going to give him a little bit of room to work, okay? I'm not going to limit God. I ain't going to cap God. I'm going to give him some stuff to work with, okay? So three, two, one, release. And it's like a, a little squirt. <laughs> it's not enough. It's not what God called you to. You see, I believe that sometimes we only give God permission to use what we're comfortable with use, allowing him to use. You know, and so we only see little come out of our lives. But you see, God has called us to a bigger and greater purpose. You see, so some of us, you know, will look at the person that, you know, a little squirt comes out, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, I could do a little bit better than that. You know, I got more. I got a little bit bigger of a bottle. You know, the hole's just a little bit bigger. The flow will be a little bit better. And so we're like, three, two, one, release. And there's a little bit more flow. It's like, yeah. And God's like, no, that's not enough. That's not, that's not what I called you to do. That's not who I called you to be. I called you to so much more than that. And in fact, why are you comparing yourself to someone that was already disobeying me? Wow. Why are you comparing yourself to someone that was already giving in their little? I called you to take the limits off. So in 2019, for me, and I don't know about you guys, but I know that God is calling me to take the limits off of my life and of this church so that I could see him use me in whatever way he calls me to. Calls me to. I could do that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but 2019 is gonna be a year to take the limits off of our lives so that God can pour God can pour it all out. He wants to release. He wants to take the limits off. He created you for eternity. And so what he wants to release can't be kept in a bottle. It can't be contained by just little holes and little, little pours out. No, he wants it all. He wants to take the limits off of your life. And so I don't know where the limits are in your life. 
I don't know where you need to step out in faith more, but I believe that where that is, that's exactly where God wants you to be. Whatever requires more faith in your life, that's exactly what God's purpose is for your, for your life, excuse me. Can we stand together? You see, in 2019, for me, and I believe in this house, this is the word of the Lord, God wants to take the limits off. I know that was a really dramatic analogy, but like take the limits off. Let it pour. Let the Father and his love and, and all, of his, all of his plans for your life just flow through you as if you were a bottle uncapped, that there would be no limit to what God can do through your life. And so if you're here today and you're ready to say yes, to take the limits off, I want you to just respond in your heart right now. Just respond in your heart and just tell the Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready to take the limits off. I'm done capping you. I'm done poking holes in my water bottle like I'm in middle school. I'm done, I'm done doing all that stuff. I want to give you my heart. I want to give you my all. I want to take the limits off. And if that's you this morning, I guarantee you that God will pave every step of the way because nothing can revoke the promises of God over your life. Amen. Nothing can revoke the plans that he has. Plans to prosper, not to harm. And so God, we're all here right now saying yes, we will take the limits off. In 2019, we will not put a cap on you. Yeah. We'll uncap it all, God. Use us in whatever way you want, you want to use us, God. We want to be a vessel, sometimes a very broken vessel, but God, use us. Mend what you can. Do what you can. Heal my heart. Use me to bring healing to this land. Use me to, to reach the brokenhearted. Use me to cover the widow, cover the orphan, pursue after the rejects. God, use me. Take the limits off of my life. God, we just love you. We submit to you this morning. And we thank you so much that you truly have, even in a tangible way, revealed that you do have great purposes for us. And so God, we say yes. We take the limits off.